Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Beep, boop, beep, bop, boop, boop. Hello, Dory. Should we just use that as our theme music for now? <laughs> so good, right? Yeah, I that sound was awesome. Just like it. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Welcome to episode 52 of this show. The last episode of 2018. We've made 52. One per week. Yeah incredible not to toot our own horns here toot away (laughs) honk honk (laughs) so yeah i mean we decided to be totally self-referential today and talk about the podcast yeah just to kind of sum up what we've done yeah where we're going how we do it how we do we've got a lot of questions about how we do it yeah not like how do you have it all but like how does this work yeah yeah how does the sausage get made how does the pod sausage yeah get churned through so should we just jump into it let's do it kate well uh i mean just in terms of 
checking in. Yeah. I will say I've kind of been reflecting since we are at the end of the year mm-hmm. on what this podcast has kind of brought to my life. Yeah, same. Uh, I will say new podcasting equipment, just very matter of fact. <laughs> I now own a microphone. Yes. And you own a recorder. You own headphones. Finally, I've got it all. <laughs> um, but I do think like I have gotten a little bit more tapped into myself. Mm-hmm. Which has been really interesting. And we'll talk a little bit more about this on the following episode because we're going to be reviewing some intentions, you know, next week. But I, I do feel like a little bit more in tune with my needs and also talking about things that I normally keep hidden. Oh, okay. Um, like, for example, I don't think I would have ever talked about hemorrhoids. I don't think I would have ever even told you I had hemorrhoids. Yeah. Now I've told the entire world. <laughs> But also like my sleep has improved or or not even has improved, but I'm more conscious of how I can mm. have better sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading more. I feel like we I've learned so much from our guests. Yeah. That oh we've had gosh. on the show. And obviously you and I have connected deeply on a mm-hmm. new level, which has been really incredible. And, you know, I've we've tried a lot of products. Yeah. And I have realized, you know, they're not gonna solve anything for me. No. They feel nice. But they're not the answer. No, but it can be a form of self-care to like try out products. Oh, yeah. And oh, hell yeah. go into Sephora and, you know, ask for samples. And a, a year ago when we started this podcast, I did not wash my face at night. Yeah. And it's not even a matter of like now that I wash my face, my skin is improved, but more like, oh, now I value myself a tiny bit more and wash my face. And your skin does look great. Look, well, I want to tell you, I did try out skin laundry Oh, because Eva Chen recommended it. Uh-huh. And it was an interesting experience. Yeah, what happens at skin laundry? I couldn't tell you what they call it, but my experience was I was zapped and then I was, there was a light that flashed a lot, uh, at, which is a light, some sort of light therapy. I had to wear goggles and then I got something called a hydro boost for my face, which is kind of blasted and it was tickly. It was very tickly. Interesting. But I feel like it, I'm going to go back. And, you know, you probably wouldn't have tried that without the podcast. No way. No yeah. way. Can I tell you one more thing I tried this week? Yes. I made focaccia bread. And it's delicious. And I felt such like a loving, I've just been thinking about my relationship to food and how beautiful mm. it is that you can make something by hand and my kids participated. And then I, I brought it last night and I fed people mm. and it was such a, it felt really poetic. Yeah. Anyway. So that's where I'm at a year, a year into doing this pod. I made bread. I like to sleep <laughs> and I wash my face. <laughs> um, I mean, I really feel like this podcast has changed my life. Go on. I mean, 2018 has been a year of change. What for a whirlwind me. for you. What a whirlwind. I was not expecting this, um, but I welcome it. I quit my job. I, you know, I, I've been working full time for last time I was, you know, I was freelance was like eight or nine years ago. So that was big. And I devoted myself to the podcast full time. And it really feels like, oh, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Isn't that crazy? It's really cool. And I've gotten to see you step into some roles that you might not have stepped into. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about the things we do behind the scenes. But But just as a, as like a little preview, I do feel like it's kind of a great it's a great union for me of like my creative side and my entrepreneurial side. 
You also have a producer side that I don't know if you know about, but you're a good, thank you, like in a good executive producer. Oh, thank like you're you. very organized. You're a good. You're on. You see the big picture. You're kind of on top of all the oh, thank you Kate. plates being thrown in the air. Oh, thanks. No problem. Um, yeah, I guess I. You know what? I don't think I ever thought about it that way. But now that you're framing it this way, <laughs> reframe that narrative. Um, I've reframed a lot of narratives. We just that's all we did all year was just reframe. Um, I love our listeners. Dory. Like I love the Forever 35 community. The, oh, the fact that we can even say that there is a Forever 35 community. Yeah. Never stops to blow my mind. Yeah. And everyone is like truly wonderful. Thoughtful, helpful. Yeah. Constructive instructive in your feedback yeah so kind of gaining that has been big for me this year um i also love that we've gotten closer great great friends great friends um you know and i also feel like i you know i had a really hellish first trimester of pregnancy and i do feel like the podcast helped me through it did it just kind of give you something to focus on it gave me something yeah (laughs) um you know I, if I hadn't had it and I was just freelancing, I, I don't know how I would have functioned exactly. And, you know, it also helped in the months leading up to that when I was still doing IVF and it was not the best time for me kind of mentally yeah. or emotionally and having this place where I could just kind of talk about this stuff that wasn't the podcast I do with my husband about IVF, about IVF yeah. and, and let me think about other things. You know, I don't know. It, it was just, it's just been like a really nice anchor for me all year. Well, ships ahoy. <laughs> that um, makes sense. Great. I love hearing that. Yeah. And you know, I think it's also made me more mindful of some of my self-care practices that I didn't even really identify as self-care practices. Yeah. Like reading in bed. Right. It's interesting. And you're like, oh, I actually do care for myself in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my skincare routine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like going to yoga. Like all these things that, not that I took them for granted, but I guess I never felt super mindful about them. And I think the podcast has made me more mindful of just how I choose to move through the world. I also think like our guests and listeners willingness to share and be open and vulnerable and questioning. And I mean, that's just been really meaningful to me Yeah, that we invite people into the space and they open up on such a deep level and are just very giving of their time and their information and that listeners call in with advice for each other or that listeners trust us with questions or concerns. Yeah. I mean, that's very, um, that means so much to me. Yeah, and both of amazing. us. I mean, we talk about it literally every day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Let's keep that going in 2019. I would I would love to do that. <laughs> Kate, let's keep the podcast what, going. What if we were like, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, no. Yeah. I think I think I'm really excited to keep working on this with you. Yeah. Same. And I feel like we're we're starting to hit a stride. Yeah. Which we'll talk more about in terms of like the production element of what goes into the show is that it has been a learn as you go experience for sure certainly for me I have never podcasted in my life other than being on other people's shows and it's just I mean we 
there are times where we're just like, we don't, what are we doing? Who knows? Yeah. But we have figured a lot of stuff out, which yeah. has been re- very rewarding. And empowering. Yes. And also we've made a lot of mistakes, which has also been fun. Totally. And challenging. Yeah. Um, but it's all been very rewarding. But I think, I think it has also shown me that a lot of times our gut instincts are correct. Yes, that is definitely true. And I also uh, suspect that I, I could stand to have more confidence in myself. I think you've, I think you've developed more confidence. I'm finding it. I'm digging it out with a tiny shovel. Yeah. Yeah. But it's there. It is there. Yeah. It's there. (sighs) Well, we're going to talk more about again, how the podcast sausage gets made. Yeah. Um, We'll break it down. Take a quick break. 
deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So Dory, we had wanted to talk do an episode just kind of breaking down how we make the podcast yeah there's some there's transparency to what you're listening to um but then we also recently got a listener question that kind of addressed this yeah the listener like kind of read our minds it was like they knew that we wanted to talk about it and then just sent us (laughs) the most helpful question totally so here's what they wrote since you're both so transparent on the podcast, I'm wondering if you could give some behind the scenes details on how you manage the podcast. I imagine it's a massive undertaking given content production, interviews, recording, distribution, correspondence, advertising, etc. How many hours a week is devoted to the podcast? Who does what exactly? How do you divide the workload? Do you always agree? And how does this all fit into your amazingly diversified lives? Thank you. With families, kids, Dory, so excited for your pregnancy. Thank you. Outside projects and travel. There is so much going on all the time, and I am fascinated and hope you will share. So. All great questions. Let's let's just tap in from the beginning. So, yeah, Well, let me just go. S- preface this yes. by saying that um, we recently hired an assistant. Who is Lane. here today. Hello, Lane. Hello, Lane. Um, and it hadn't totally dawned on me like just how much we do for the podcast until we were explaining to Lane what her job is yeah and, we, and I was like and then you have to do this and then there's this and then every week you have to, and I was like oh there's a lot of stuff yeah so we <laughs> we hired Lane to come in and support us because we were overwhelmed there's a lot to there's do. a lot to because do. the podcast is is you and I yeah um Sammy is our producer so they um record episodes with us and edit them yeah so that means that sammy takes the files we listen to the raw file of every episode dory and i we we write we send back edits sammy then makes those cuts um sammy adds all the music and that sort of thing and um sends us back the file yeah uh we created our own website just trying to kind of think of all the elements that we have in addition to the website yeah We've got social media accounts. Social media accounts. We have a Twitter account, an Instagram account. Um, we have the Facebook group. We have a Facebook page that had been kind of dormant for a while that now Lane has resurrected. And we should add for the Facebook group, we have amazing moderators. Amazing. Who help support that group and keep it running. And our kind of main mod over there, Heather, is just such a just delight. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's also, we don't, we don't kind of actively mod the Facebook group, but I, I am kind of actively in the Facebook group yep. and just kind of, I'm always like keeping an eye on As things. we've established, I have to just remove myself from most Facebook activity. Which is fine. Thank you for supporting me in that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So social media as you know, as I'm sure everyone listening knows, social media can take a lot of time. <laughs> Shockingly so. Yeah. And you know, our Instagram, we've kind of gotten into this groove of like the main, the, 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 the main account is kind of like funny. Dory saying Dory's and back behind there and, mastering those memes. And then we also always post when the new episode is up. 
Um, and then in our stories, Kate, you're much more active in our stories. I love the stories. You're great. At I them. have anxiety about the, po- I can do an episode post on Instagram, but like a meme post, I sit there for 45 minutes. Oh, interesting. So in terms of like how and how an actual episode gets put together, we have a kind of general outline for the full length episodes. Um, as I'm sure people have like picked up on, yes. they follow a similar format. Um, we usually do two shortish segments that are just us for like the first half of the episode. And then we have an interview and then we end with intentions. Um, so that's kind of the template. And then every week we go in and we update it based on what we want to be talking about. And Kate took the initiative to create an edit calendar. <laughs> I mean, a poorly managed edit calendar right now. I need to sit down with it and give it some love this well, week. Well, for a very long time, it was sort of like the night before. I was like, what do you want to talk about this week? We did. I mean, I will say, and that was not for lack of not wanting to create great content. We were just busy with this. Totally. It, it, it was shocking. Like all yeah. of a sudden it would be 24 hours before we were yeah. set to record. And we were like, what are we, what do we want to get into this week? Yeah. And now we have kind of outlined the next couple of, months which is all flexible totally but it helps us it just helps me be aware of like what's coming up yeah you know so that we are looking at our lives and thinking about what we might want to be talking about um and also helps us kind of um you know keep on top of who we want to try to reach out to to be on the podcast we will get to that in a little bit um and all our documents live in one email account (laughs) on google drive (laughs) We're going to um, try to make that a little bit professional, but yeah, yeah. right now we are just, in, we are in Google and we also use Trello. Yes. Um, which, which has been helpful. Yeah. I think. That's actually really worked for us yeah. after kind of some trial and error, finding a, um, like a project management site. Trello is kind of where a lot of stuff lives and we create a new board for every time we record any episode. So yeah. I should say that we don't, um, a lot of times we have to record our interviews with guests separately from um you know what you're hearing right now so occasionally there's stuff that's kind of all over you know we're piecing together episodes sometimes we do it all in one big shebang but yeah although that's been that has been rare lately yeah and also like you were you in your first trimester needed yes some like less intense days yes um, which is fine with me. And then there was also a period where we were banking a lot of interviews. Like oh there boy. Were, there were a couple of weeks where we had inter- like interviews every day. There were a couple of weeks where we probably interviewed three to four people in a, yeah. in a week. Just, yeah. just to, but then it really helped because then it lightened the yes, load later. And exactly. that also depends, you know, so can we transition into guests? Yeah. So we book our own guests. Yep. Um, that's all us. And uh, sometimes we do have people either reach out to us about themselves or a, let's say a publicist might reach out to us. Other times we're reaching out um, to people and this year we are really trying to broaden that. Um, certainly, obviously the kind of people we were, we've been pulling from this year are people in our kind of world, which is why, as you, you've noticed, it's a lot of writers. Yeah. I think we've been, if I can like self-assess, I think we've been, pretty good with racial and ethnic diversity but we haven't been great about like professional diversity totally you and I I have talked about this yes and I think we I and that's something for 2019 that we want to work on I think getting more diverse on all levels is a continued age we've had a couple of quote-unquote older (laughs) guests but um, I would love to have more guests who are like in their 60s and 70s and we welcome 
all eighties. Eight. Oh, that'd be amazing. Right. Anybody's grandmother want to come on the show. Yeah. Um, we love getting guest suggestions. Yeah. Um, but because I will tell you like a lot of times guest outreach, it's a, it's, there's a lot of just kind of like menial labor that goes into that. So tracking down who to contact, um, sending the first outreach, the follow-up, then coordinating of schedules. Sometimes, you know, someone's assistant is coordinating. Sometimes we have to reschedule with a person if they get too busy. Um, so there is, a there is unfortunately, a lot that goes into nailing down a guest. Also, we not everybody wants to be on the podcast. Totally. As much as we have guests that we would love to have on that we know listeners have reached out to us about, we can't get everybody. Yeah. Busy Phillips. <laughs> You're hotly requested. We've tried. We have tried. We did try for the Busy Phillips, but you know, Busy Phillips is making a show and selling a book and being yeah. a parent and wearing cool hoop earrings. Yeah. Busy Phillips has a lot going on. Yes. But the door is always open for a busy. Indeed. I loved your book. Um, but but it, needless to say, like sometimes we'll get a request. It's like, hey, please have this person on. Yeah. And we're like, uh... but it means like we have to figure out like, how do we even reach this person? Yeah. If we send an email to this email account, does anyone even see it right um sometimes we luck out because like someone's assistant listens to the podcast or you know you never know if there's like a random person in the office who happens to be a fan yeah but a lot of times with especially with like more well-known guests they haven't heard of us and so it's a little bit of a hurdle um to kind of sell us. You did try to get Cynthia Nixon on. I did. Yeah. And that was, and we had a contact. We had a contact oh. and she just like ended up not, and like stopped responding. Yes. And, and that's fine. Yeah. Like we, we get it. But you know, maybe if she had been on our podcast. She would have won. I mean. That we were the deciding factor. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that answers the guest question. Um, or just how we do guests. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, yes, we're, we want to try even harder to make, have the most diverse guests possible on all levels. And we welcome. We got a great email today about some STEM related guests. Yeah. We're going to look into those. I mean, another thing that has changed and kind of opened up our guest horizons is for a while we were only interviewing people in person. Yes, but so then our that, technology advanced. Then our technology advanced. So that was limiting us to people who were, were either based in LA or who happened to be coming through LA. Oh, yeah. That's an important point to mention. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now we will interview people by phone and it's totally fine. Yeah. We only kind of got comfortable with the phone technology, I would say, like six months, eight months into doing this yeah, podcast. Yeah, because we early on we had done a couple of phone interviews that the quality was not that great. And so we were like, oh, if this is going to be the thing yeah like we should just do them in person um and then we kind of figured out how to do it and it's been fine although we do tell people please don't do the interview in your car yeah we do still and, and like a landline versus a cell phone yeah it's crazy it is crazy. and i don't even have a landline anymore i so. know but landlines are so much better oh my goodness you know if we're all gonna be podcast guests we gotta get <laughs> landlines um dory let's so distribution so let's see production content production interviews recording distribution that we use a platform so we use a company called art 19 mm -hmm. um that hosts our podcast and the way that the podcasting world is set up is um you submit your podcast to apple podcasts and once apple podcasts approves your podcast um it kind of 
automatically goes out to a bunch of different podcast apps like Overcast, Pocket Cast, Downcast. They all use Apple Podcast API. So any podcast that's on Apple Podcasts will also be on these other apps. Now there's some apps like Google Play for kind of obvious reasons doesn't use Apple Podcast API. So you have to submit your podcast separately to Google Play. Same with Spotify, right? Yeah. Well, Spotify is kind of an interesting case because for a while, Spotify was curating their podcasts. They weren't like accepting applications. And then they opened it up um, and let you submit. But they have a kind of like wonky thing where they cache your podcast, C-A-C-H-E. And from what I understand the average podcaster has a lot of trouble getting stats from Spotify. So, and the way advertising works in podcasting is it's based on the number of listens and downloads that you have. So if you have trouble getting stats, that means that it looks like your podcast is much like less listened to than it actually is. So our podcast is currently not on Spotify. I've actually submitted it to Spotify, but I'm not like, hot to trot on getting it on there just because of this stats issue. Um, and there's so many other platforms to listen on that yeah. I'm kind of like, whatevs. Um, but yeah, but that's distribution. I mean, anyone can submit as long as your podcast is in the correct format and has artwork. Anyone can submit a podcast, Apple podcasts. It's very democratic. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, but that is, that is something we do. We pop it into this yeah, we 19. put it up in the server. And we then... write the description, which Lane is now helping with. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, and then I, I should say, going back to the website, one thing yeah. we do try to do is make sure every product that we mention is on the website. So the actual production of the blog posts requires some time commitment. If you've never... Yeah. Uh, this Both of our jobs in the past have revolved around doing this, luckily. So we, I think, are able to kind of... We have a yeah. sense of how to do it. But it still takes time. Yeah. And um, also we, um, as we disclose on the website, we do use affiliate links, um, which generates some revenue for us. So getting those links for each product is like another step that we have to do. Yes. Um, but we appreciate that revenue because yes. that goes toward the greater good and then we can pay the people who work with us. Yep. Um, how about advertising, Dory? You want to talk about advertising? Sure. As I like to call Dory, Dory is the VP of ad sales for Forever 35. On my other podcast, we use a company called Midroll that is kind of, um, an age, like, I guess they kind of operate as an agency that sells, that, that places podcast ads on a lot of different podcasts. Um, and so I was kind of familiar with like how podcast advertising works. Thank goodness. Cause I was not, even though I, I hadn't no been selling our own ads, I just kind of, I, you know, you knew I, the terminology. I knew the terminology. I knew how much we were making from them. Um, and so we started getting approached by advertisers very early on. Our first advertiser was tripping.com. Yes. And they approached us before the podcast even launched. So they were, uh, they were fans of your yeah. podcast of excellent adventure. Um, so that was exciting that like right away we had interest from advertisers. And I think we should say it's not rare. Yes. We've had a lot of, I think things happen with forever 35 that are like very fortunate situations that not everybody finds themselves in. Yeah. Is that fair to say? I think that is definitely fair to say. Um, 
And, you know, I was actually inspired by an episode that Call Your Girlfriend did about kind of how their podcast sausage gets made. And I remember one of the things that they said was, um, don't like if you have if you know your value, don't compromise on it. Like decide what you're worth and that's what you're worth. And so we charge a little bit higher than the average podcast charges for our advertising. Um, not substantially higher. It's not like double, but it is a little bit higher. And I would say most advertisers are fine with it because our audience is so amazing. But there have been a few advertisers who have pushed back. And by and large, we have like held our ground. And by and large, they have capitulated. Again, that's been like a really empowering thing for me. Because I think like, as women, we're often more uncomfortable talking about money. And or we give in real fast. Or we give or, in I'm, I'm speaking only for myself, but I feel like I'm like, sure, sure. I'll do this for $2. No problem. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it for me was it felt like we had nothing to lose by asking for more. You know, like we had so many people interested in advertising. Um, we like, it just felt like, no, this is what we're worth. You know, I had always worked in editorial my whole life. I've never sold ads. Like that has never been something that I've done. And it's been really interesting for me to kind of take on this role. I don't think I will be doing this forever. Like I think we will eventually have someone else selling our ads um, just because it is a lot of work and like, it's not my primary job. Right. And you're, and, and it's not just the selling the correspondence there, you know, there's the back and forth, there's booking the dates. There is yeah. then the onboarding call where we hop on a phone call with an advertiser and hear about the product. Um, we get for most advertisers, they will send us some sort of sample of the product yep. at no charge for us. So, so we can try it out and speak to it because advertisers really like like a personal, personal endorsement. yeah oh, and you know while we're talking about ads i should also say we don't endorse anything that we don't believe in yes i mean that's right yeah <laughs> like we've turned down advertisers because we've been like no doesn't we feel don't. like a fit it doesn't feel like a fit like we're either familiar with this product and we don't like it or we've researched your product and we don't like it or you know we tried it we don't think it's good quality etc um so I just, you know, I want to just like reassure everyone that that is the case. Yes. But one thing that was interesting, we got a listener question about was like, what's the difference between like a product that we're like, I love the ice roller that we talk about on the show versus a product that is mentioned in an advertisement. And the difference is on the episode, we are talking about things that we ourselves just happened upon and liked. Um, and then on an advertisement, we are being paid by the advertiser to advertise their product. But there's also a third category. There is, which is people send us stuff for free yep. and we can try it and talk about it. Yes. Um, and I think... But we... There's a lot of stuff people send us that we don't talk about. That's true. But we always try to mention if someone... If we're talking about a product... We mention if people send it us for free yes, versus, uh, we, versus us buying it. We really do um, try to make sure everybody knows what the deal yes. is, right? We don't want to make it seem like we're just pulling a fast one no but um, you know we also something else that we did this year is we became an official business that's right what a year for us yeah we did a lot of stuff we didn't think we were gonna do a year yeah. ago <laughs> like, like forever 35 podcast is now a business registered with the state of california like we are a partnership 
Um, and that's been exciting too. Yes, because now we can have official business expenses. Yeah. Which means when I went to skin laundry, I put it on the company card <laughs> so that we can then talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. So like stuff like that is, is I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting us to get here. No, I, Dory, I literally thought we were going to make a podcast. Maybe a thousand people would listen. Or like, here's another thing that I learned. Like when we hired Lane, like we're paying Lane as an employee, um, not as a contractor, not under the table. And so we had to learn very quickly about like payroll taxes and workers comp and, yeah. you know, all these things. Specific to like, the state of California. Specific to California. Some of it specific to LA. Um, and that was also, it was like, oh, I need to find a payroll company. Like, wh- okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like all yeah. this stuff that I'd never done before. Um, that was kind of cool to like figure out how to do. Now, all that being said, there have also been things where we're like, no, this is something that is outside of our capabilities and we need to wait to have someone else do them such as touring yeah so there are some things that have come up touring merchandise um, things that we would love to do that we currently don't have the bandwidth or the the know-how yeah and and kind of i think we we know enough about what we don't know to know that taking (laughs) these things on would be a huge learning curve for us. Yes. And we've looked into it and people also, some people reach out and are like, hi, I work for this t-shirt company and I think we'll get there. But yeah. honestly, right now we just don't have the the bandwidth. Yeah. Cause, cause truly our focus is to make the podcast. Right. Which I should, should say we most often do in one of our homes or a yeah. studio that Sammy has access to. But lately it's been one of our homes. Yeah. Like we're currently, we're in my, at my dining room table. Yeah. Purchased at Ikea. It's a great table. Oh, it is a great table. I love this table. Love you. Okay. Calm down, Kate. Um, Dory, let's see what else. How many hours a week is devoted to the podcast? People always ask me this and I never know what to say. Well, because there's no, we're not tracking our hours. Right. And because it's sometimes I'm up till midnight doing something and other times I don't think about the podcast yeah. for four hours. It's just, we're always answering emails. We're always on. Yeah. It's the kind of like, you're just... Because what we do is putting content out into the world. Yeah. And there's so much social media elements involved. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. Like, I feel like when people say like, I'm always on like for work, it's, it's almost always like, it's a, it's a negative. Like, oh, I'm like tethered to my email. And, and with this, at least right now, it still feels like exciting well, and I will say it's nice. Like I was on vacation with my family and I was able to like publish, you know, just hit publish on the blog post. You know, I sat for 30 minutes one morning and did a little work and being able to do it so remotely is really cool yeah. and satisfying. And that doesn't, you know, and then I was able to shut down and totally focus on vacationing. But but it's also I think it's also like we're doing it for ourselves. We're not doing it. Yes. For another company or for a male boss who doesn't care about us just saying as an example (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i don't know how many hours i would say at least 25 yeah and some weeks it's more yeah and some weeks maybe it's not as much but what's great is like we do have flexibility like we record during the day while kate's kids are in school and 
I come over her house like after rush hour and <laughs> yeah, you know we, what I mean? Like <laughs> we're very fortunate that yeah. we're able to kind of figure out how to do this. Yeah. Um, how do we divide workload? Um, I feel like it's kind of organically just taken yeah, shape. Yeah. Like you have been doing the mini episodes. You know, I love the mini episodes. Yeah. And you're good at them. Well, we should talk about what goes into those freaking mini episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, but well, but before we do that, I'm doing the thing where I get distracted and then I just jump onto another topic. Dory handles all the advertising. Again, I'm like loosely floating around the ether. I make you get on the calls with me. I like doing the calls. I'm like, at the very least. <laughs> I can be there <laughs> to hear about the thing. Um, we both handle correspondence. Yeah. Um, we both handle guests. Yeah. Um, but I've been kind of more documenting it. Yeah. I would say, um, what else do we have to do for the podcast? I've been doing the, the blog post and the uplighting. You yep. handle the Instagram. Yep. Um, we both order the Postmates for lunch. <laughs> we both send in edits. Yes. That's, we both listen to the episode. That's important to me. Yeah. There, I think there's been like one time, maybe because we've both been like unavailable because of like a trip where I haven't listened to yeah. some part of it. But I, I feel like, and I often listen obsessively like two to three times. I don't. <laughs> I do. Like one thing that we we figured out is that when, before I publish the episode, I go back and I listen to the whole episode to make sure everything, all the cuts have been made and all that. <laughs> and, and I and was like, what are you? I, I mean, <laughs> I probably should be doing that, but I usually will just make sure that like, if on the first draft, like an ad was in the wrong place, I'll, I'll make sure that it got put in the right place. Or I think because to me, like there've been very few edits of our conversation that I felt so strongly about right that it's like if this got left in like would my life be over and I'm sort of like meh (laughs) (laughs) and see for me it's um it's uh a dread-filled perfectionism that Mm. I'm I'm gonna disappoint you oh and it's not that you've given me that it's this is the culture of my brain that the Prozac is not fixing (laughs) just kidding just kidding I'm working on it in cognitive behavioral therapy I don't know. Is there anything else? Yes. Do we always agree? Almost always. Yeah. Actually, that's been kind of terrifying. Like I'm waiting for the day where there's some sort of blow up. And not really like I think we're going to have a battle, but we've been pretty sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. And I think also for me, one of the nice things about like being 41 and like having worked a lot of places and now having my own company is like, I, I feel like I have learned to pick my battles. And so like if Kate has an edit that I'm like... I don't really think this needs to come out. <laughs> I'm not going to, I usually won't, I won't say that. I'll just be like, okay. But you have uh, one thing that is helpful is you're like, Hey, why do you, why did sometimes you, I will ask. Yes. And I'll be like, I think I sound stupid. And I'll be like, I don't think you do, but yeah. we can take it out. <laughs> um, yeah. But we haven't had, um, I don't think we've ha- had massive conflict. I, I think no. we're pretty in sync and also pretty good at communicating. Yeah, I do too. Um, which we're very lucky about. Yeah. And we're usually, like I, I would say we're almost always in sync about advertisers too, mm-hmm. like whether or not we want, we want someone to advertise on the podcast. Um, we're usually in sync about guests. Yeah. And in sync about where to order lunch. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, no, I haven't, I don't feel like we've had, but I, I also think it's good to not always agree. Yes. Um, that's not what we're going for. 
How does this all fit into our lives with families, kids, projects, travel? We, oh, Dory and I share a Google calendar. Oh, yeah. That's, we have access to each other's Google calendars and we have our own Forever 35 calendar. Yes. Although we have it set. So like, I, d- I don't know what Kate is doing, like between three and five, it just says busy, but I, uh, you know, cause for a while, like with scheduling, oh. I just wanted to be able to like schedule a call. I didn't want to have to like, you know, go back and forth about who was free when. And so for me, I think because this was something that like we did at Buzzfeed, People just look on your calendar and be like, oh, yes, you're free at one. I'm just going to schedule you for a meeting. And so I just, I was like, can, let's just have access to each other's calendars and we can just start doing that, um, which has been a help. It's I would been say. very helpful. Yeah. Um, and I think the way with outside projects, I will say like my writing, I've, it's taken a back burner this year for me. And I'm, I mean, there was a project I started, then I stopped it because it just didn't really make sense. Now I've started a new writing project. Dory, you're in the middle of one. We had started some Forever 35 writing that we've kind of put on the back burner for Mm -hmm. the time being, Um, just kind of waiting for that to, we want to focus more just on recording this podcast. Um, So our other projects, we're trying to do them at the same time. I mean, for me, I don't want to speak for you, Dory, but time management is really challenging and you know right now in my life I've got my two children um and my husband's work this year has taken him traveling like in a in just a really intense way that we're trying to make work as a family that's been really it's been really hard on him it's been you know it's really hard it's not it's temporary but it's kind of the whole year um so I've been juggling a little more of the home stuff and I will say my husband's a really great like 50 50 partner that's awesome yeah um, but not when he's not here, it means it's yeah. all, it falls on me. So managing my time has been really challenging for me this year. And I'm also a naturally disorganized person. So mm. it's just been, you know, a little bit of a lot, but I will say one thing we're able to do like with travel is because we're making a podcast, we're able to kind of record ahead of time. If we know that we're gone, yeah. you know, we are able to kind of accommodate each other's schedules, which is really yeah. helpful. So, you know, I'm excited for the next year. Me too. And we, and we really, um, we do not take this for granted that we have this no. opportunity to do this. It's total. It's such a joy. It really is. I feel so lucky and grateful to get to do it with you, with you, with Sammy and Lane, yeah. um, with our dogs. I mean, that's another thing we should say. In order to record at Dory's house, I had to become best friends with her dog. Yep. That required a lot of training sessions. It did a lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. <laughs> so, you know, that's not necessarily podcast related, but that's another thing that went into the production but of this now podcast. But Bo loves Kate. He does. I give him so much cheese. So, so his if there's... little tail starts wagging as soon as <laughs> no, he sees His tail her. is little. It's like oh, a two feet long. tail <laughs> starts wagging. If there are any other questions I think people have about how we... Ma- I hope we've clarified kind of how we make this. Um, if anyone wants to ask any other questions, we would like to be we as transparent them. as possible. So please do hit us up. Yeah. You know what I say. Zap, zap us. Zap us on those grams. <laughs> and um, um, let's take a break. Okay. And then we've good. got a very special interview. Very special. Our guest today is the producer of Forever 35 podcast, Sammy Junio. Oh, my. (laughs) 
Um, Welcome, Sammy. Welcome, Sammy. Wow, thanks, guys. Who's been here from the beginning. Yep. Sammy, let me read a bio, Mm. which you just noted its size. I think it's impressive. Sammy Junio is a co-executive producer on Netflix's upcoming show, Historical Roasts, which will be out in 2019, and a podcast audio engineer and producer. You may know Sammy from the credits of this here podcast because they produce Forever 35. Hooray! Yay! Additionally, and perhaps most importantly, Sammy loves dogs. (laughs) You can find them on Twitter at Sammy Junio, oh, excuse me, at Sammy underscore Junio, or on Instagram at it underscore your underscore Sam. Sammy? We're so pumped. I'm pumped. I also just just realized that I'm very underscore heavy in my handles. Yeah, I noticed that you when I was putting this. Score. I gotta get those spaces together. in. <laughs> you could have just made them all one word. I could have, but it. Ha- I mean, it <laughs> defines each statement. It, it your really Sam is always very pleasurable to write. I, I liked it. That a lot. wasn't your handle when we first met you, though. No, I change it a lot. I just oh. get I get a wild hair in my bum and I decide to change it. But it your Sam feels pretty good. It's pretty. It cute. feels very yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I I like to think of. I mean, don't want to take ownership, but it is nice that you are our Sam. Yeah, of course. That's part of it. Yeah, Sammy, we're so excited to talk to you. You have been a requested guest. Oh my goodness! Yes. Many listeners. Many times. Because oftentimes you are featured in the background where we make you laugh, mm-hmm. which brings us a lot of joy, or you're petting one of our dogs. Of course. And producing the podcast. So let's start from the beginning of who you are. <sighs> because one thing we know, we, we honestly don't know much backstory of your life. No, we get, we get backstory in dribs and drabs. We get tidbits that pop out in conversation. <laughs> yeah. Sammy just casually mentions things like, oh, well, I used to be a massage therapist. Yeah. Oof. So let's start there. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Because how do you go, one, you who I know now, I have a, I'm, have a hard time imagining you as a massage therapist. Although you are a very caring and like I could empathetic. see yeah, empathetic um, human. So I could see how that would translate into being a good massage therapist. Yeah. Um, but how did you land on becoming that? How old were you? And then, and, and <clears throat> what was that journey like? Okay. And then how did you go from there? Well, wait, 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 okay, 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 okay. <laughs> well, okay. Um, when I was younger, um, my mom would actually ask me to massage her like feet and head after like we did like meals and stuff and after everything was put away. And wait, you're the youngest of five. Five. And yeah. your next oldest sibling is my brother, who is four years apart from me, and then the next sibling is fifteen years apart from him. Wow. And then it's like three and two with the other ones. So it was basically like you and your brother, mm-hmm. and then the other siblings were like they were like yeah. off being teens, yeah, and adults. off being like twenty, yeah, twenty year olds. Wow, okay, living life, okay, but same Sorry. parents for everybody, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would massage my mom's feet and head for like I think I was like ten years old to like sixteen. Is that something you were like okay doing? Oh yeah, I okay. loved it. You liked it because I just like. I, we didn't hug a lot or I wasn't hugged a lot, but like when I was like massaging my mom's like head and feet, it was just like nice physical contact and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that was happening. And then I graduated high school. I decided not to go to college and I was like sitting in my friend's like living room basement situation. And I saw an ad for 
a massage therapy school called Intellitech Medical Institute. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, people do this. And then I, I just went and I did Where were thing. you living? Where did you grow up? Colorado Springs, Colorado. So you were there. It was mm-hmm. the massage school in Colorado Springs? Yeah. Yeah. It was like off of Academy Boulevard. If anyone wants to go. Yeah. Shout out to Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> and and so how many hours because becoming a massage therapist is no joke you have to put in a ton of hours and then don't you have to do like aren't there hours after of actually the massaging yeah so I don't remember how long I think it was like a 16 month course uh and it was every day and then we had like a clinical like like quarter semester or something where we would there was a like a clinic in the school so we would just go there and work like uh a lot of hours i've totally forgot it feels like a different lifetime at this point it kind of is yeah Yeah. totally and how how many years or months or how did you what was your life like working as a massage therapist i um did massage like i do podcasting now which is like referral based so i was never like i never had like a full full full-time like you never worked at a spa or anything no because i don't really like that that situation um so i had like like one or two clients in Colorado and then like one client when I moved over here. So it was never like a full load, but it was fun. I liked it kind of. What's when did you decide, okay, this, this isn't what I want to do with my life. I think once I, <laughs> once I graduated, I was just like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> Cause it just like, I'm like, uh-huh. no disrespect to people who are massage therapists now, but I just felt like it was such like an, like a middle-aged person job and I like you the youngest person in the no there was one kid younger than me and he was a little bit of a nightmare oh yeah he was like like 18 and I was like 20 21 yeah how was it the interesting thing to me about anyone who provides a service like massage like you are a person's self-care like you're Mm -hmm. providing not just like a service but an experience that's supposed to be like there's an expectation attached to it a little bit. Yeah, totally. It's just, it was such, it, it is fun. And I like actually recently massaged somebody, uh, not a full body massage. And I was just like, oh, this feels good. Cause there's like, there's this like this certain connection that you have as the therapist, massage therapist. And just like, it just feels good. Cause like you tune in and it becomes a little meditative, but you're still like connected and also like, just communicating with their energies as well. So it became like a self-care practice for me as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but you moved out here. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that you, why, well, first of all, why did you move to LA? Uh, just cause I wanted to. My, <laughs> my parents were moving from Colorado to, uh, California cause that's where my dad's job is. And I was working at Radio Shack in Colorado Springs. No, at this point I was in a movie theater and uh, I was just like, this isn't fun anymore. So I moved back in with my parents and then we moved out to LA. And how did you get into podcasts? I met uh, comedian Mo Welch oh. um, in 2012. Mo is your intro? Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Mo Welch is like to blame for my entire life right now, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, but we met and she invited me to a couple of her comedy shows and then she like slowly was just like do you want to help like seat people or like 
do you mind sending emails out to these people? I was just like, yeah, sure, fine. And then she had a podcast called Women Aren't Funny with Alana Johnston and Emily Candini. And uh, she was just like, hey, do you want to produce this podcast? I was just like, okay. I didn't have any experience <laughs> whatsoever. And it ended up my first like official night on the job. I was recording a live podcast oh, God. with uh, the three of them, Beth Stelling, Ike Barinholtz, and Bob Odenkirk at iOS. Oh God, and that's I had a lot to, of pressure. It was so much. I had to buy uh, the gear and learn how to use it like that day. Oh my God. Oh my God, Sammy. Yeah. Just thrown into the fire. And and did it go off without a, without oh, a hit? Oh no, no, that recording is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like for the first like six months, like everything was so bad. Um, but just like learning how to do it was fun. That's crazy. How did you even know what to buy? Um, like, did you just Google podcasting? No, somebody told me to get like an inbox. And so I was like, okay, I have to get an inbox. There's six people on here. So I have to get a six input inbox. Oh my God. I can't believe this was your first recording. Oh, dude, I was so <laughs> sweaty and like, <laughs> like things were, things were like falling into place during the recording, which felt good. But then like, like, yeah, it was, it was just so nutty. So yeah, I bought all of that and I hooked that inbox into my computer, learned how to do GarageBand, and like and like troubleshot. It was just, it was great. But did you did you also have a moment of like, oh, I'm good at this? Like, oh, this like work like fires off all the right receptors in my brain. I I don't think I had that until like recently, where I'm just like, I'm pretty dang good at sound and stuff. Like it just like I just when people just ask me to do stuff and. I say yes, and it's just like, okay, I'll just do the thing. So you're entirely self-taught? Yeah. That's crazy. That's well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think I realized that. Surprise. How many podcasts do you work with now? Um, like produce-wise, mm -hmm. I think four. Okay. But then I also uh, work as an engineer in a booth. And so there's just those like walk-ins and stuff too. I just want to get back to like the the feeling of just now feeling like you're good at a thing that you've been doing since 2012 or 13? 2012. 2012. Yeah. It's really interesting to me. Like, I feel like there's always so much pressure or, or just like this cultural assumption of like, it doesn't take that long to get good at, like it shouldn't take that long when really like it does take years to build up not just like skill at a craft, but like that feeling where you're like, oh, I'm starting to master something. Yeah. Like, did you have a moment where you were like, oh, I could do like, I've got this. I am good at this. Like, I'm the one who can be teaching people how to do this. I think it was actually a moment when somebody asked me how to do something and I like could rattle it off without having to be like, oh, wait, what do I do? I was just like, oh, yeah, this I guess I'm good at this now. I mean, I can tell you, you were good at it. Thank you. But that's interesting that you just figured that out. Yeah. There aren't too many women or non-binary people in podcasting. No, there's not a lot of that in like the tech world in general. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that like? Um, I think it's, I mean, it's fine. I just, my like gender identity and stuff like isn't something that I talk about a ton. So there isn't like a lot of like, Oh, cool representation from Sam Julio. <laughs> Look at how how boss they are. So, I mean, I just float should under the radar. Should we start doing that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you should just flaunt it a bunch. Um, it's also just weird just being a sociable person in that in that field where it's just right. like we are behind the scenes and we're all in like in a booth 
all the time. I know, but you are an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you? A, do you? Are you an extrovert? Uh yeah, yeah. I think so. I strive in like very social situations, even if I'm not like the center of attention. I just like the just like the overload of energies to like navigate stuff. How did it feel then, taking on? the role of a producer on a TV show being on set. Like we didn't have like actual like working roles. So we were kind of just like walking around and being social and that was okay. But I definitely would have preferred like having a job. Cause like mm. when you are just like there, but like you have a title, people are super nice to you, but you're also very useless. And I didn't, I don't really like that feeling at all. TV is such a weird industry. There is just yeah. like, people who are just there like they are working on the show but they also don't necessarily have an assigned task well, well, well hold on let's pause and get back <laughs> to how you even got to make a netflix show yeah so because this was like one day you were just like i might be making a tv show <laughs> it was like holy shit which is hard to accomplish like yeah you should say it's a it's a huge feat to get an idea through the process of turning it into a TV show. Like most, most don't make it that far. So the fact that you are an executive produced a show that's going to be on Netflix is a really big deal. Yeah. And you very casually. And they were like, yeah, I might not be around for a couple of weeks. And you're like, what? <laughs> I'm the executive producer on a Netflix show. Surprise guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Which is like how I give news to anybody. Just like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm engaged. So you're not really. Engaged, no, 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 no. Have you ever been engaged? I went to Las Vegas one time and married somebody. What? <laughs> Sammy, what? You did? It was a joke. Wait, but you got legally married? <laughs> yep. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. <gasps> Did you have to get legally divorced? Oh no, we're still married. What? <laughs> I didn't know this. Did you? No. Know oh my God. Is this your ex or is this like someone who you are oh, having like never, a fluke relationship with? We never dated, but we love each other very much. Wow. Wait a uh, second. Can't. How did the? Were you just in Vegas, or you were like, "Let's go to Vegas and get married"? Oh gosh. So were we, you drunk? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, duh. Duh, okay. I know. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> no, I. We were hanging out one uh, evening, and uh, my parents live in Las Vegas. So just like, let's go to Vegas, and so we just drove up. We uh, hung out and ate dinner with my parents at the Palm Restaurant, and then we spent like three two days just like drinking like gross blended drinks and then like we wandered over and we were just like how much is it to get married here and then we we're like okay let's do it and then we did it i can't help but ask because you know i'm a romantic comedy person sure. were you having like a whirlwind weekend romance where you were like this is a good idea and was it your idea or their idea or kind of both? It was again? our idea. Because like, okay. okay, so... This is romantic. This entire thing... Oh, buckle up. Kate. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I met this person uh, at their house because they were throwing like a pregame party for Pride. And the funny thing is, is the friend that took me there was like, in, her ba- in the back of her mind, she's just like, Sammy's going to like this person. And if she likes this person, then... I can use that to have Sammy introduce me to another to to one of their friends. 
So I was part this 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 like crazy connection was part of someone else's plot. It was like a scheme. Yeah, it was a scheme. And I was thinking about it the other day. Like I don't remember how I met. Oh, I have to change names. Stacy is the one that uh, that introduced me to. Stacy was the plotter. (laughs) Your wife. So yeah, so I don't yeah I don't remember how I met Stacy at all. Stacy's the person who Stacy was the plotter or Stacy. Stacy's the plotter. Okay. Did Stacy and the person Stacy wanted to meet ever get together? Yeah, yeah. We actually all lived in um, a little apartment in uh, West Hollywood after you got married. Oh yeah. Well, no, no, no. The person I got married to like stayed with us, but then they got kicked out because everybody got sick of us. Holy shit. Okay, okay wait. so you met your wife mm-hmm. at this party. Yep. <laughs> and you became best friends, but you never dated? No. So we met at that party, and then we didn't see each other for forever. But I tried. Like, that was, like, one of the first people where I was just like, oh, I should try for this, because she's great. But, uh, yeah, so we didn't talk for a while. And then I randomly was down by her work because she worked at a restaurant and I went there with uh, like a, an acquaintance and a friend and she was working that day. And then you went there knowing she worked there. Yeah. But I didn't like communicate that I was coming down or whatever. So cool. I gotta, I gotta play it cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, but she ended up being working that day. And then, uh, and then I was just like, Oh, I'm tingly all over again. And then a couple weeks or so, after that, she was back into in West Hollywood, like hanging out because we were all like friends by then. But she was like having a rough time with her girlfriend that she lived with. <laughs> <laughs> so no, they like broke up, and then like we we like we went to uh, the Abbey, and then she just came over and just stayed and stayed in my room with me for a little bit and then yeah she was was like in between places she was couch surfing but she was mostly just hanging out with me and then like things just heated up between us and then like uh, yeah oh i love a whirlwind romance but then you got married Mm. and then did you stop dating each other or stop you never dated no we never dated and you've dated other people since then like you've had Uh a serious relationship and do they know that you're married yeah Oh, wait, not my girlfriends? No, no. Oh, <laughs> but now everybody will. Hello, Forever 35 listeners. <laughs> Sammy is a cat. <laughs> I'm also married. And you're... <laughs> Sammy! <laughs> Do you and this person ever talk about getting divorced? No. Oh, oh, oh my wow. God, I gotta write this book. <laughs> Dude, it is so good. Like, this this one is good, and then, like, the story of the first time I fell in love is, like, also good, but very, very dramatic. Wow. Well, well, you're... Why? <laughs> it feels insane <laughs> to say that, to know that you're married. Will they oh be God, mad? It's so funny. Will they be mad if, that this is... that you talk about this, but, or because we're not identifying mm. them, there's no way for anybody to connect any of the pieces? I don't know how many Forever 35 listeners are also our friends. So I think okay. it's fine. Okay. Okay, cool. If not, whoops. <laughs> I guess we will get a divorce. <laughs> this is my... I was not expecting this. <laughs> oh, me neither. I thought we were going to be talking about Sammy's cool hair, hair. product. 
surprise. Which we can't, I would love to know more about. <laughs> but you know what? I love it so much because I do think you are, you're such an interesting person to me, Sammy, because you're both like impulsive, but also really grounded. And I do feel like it's kind of like the embodiment of who, who you seem to me. I mean, I don't like, know you Maybe Sammy well. and Sammy's well. wife are their one true parent. Well, now I can't fucking handle it because you know how I feel about like hap- True, like romance, it's like, I mean, listeners know I talk about romance all the time. Oh. I love romance books. Um, yeah. Oh my God. What if like someone in our life is like, you should tune into this podcast, Forever 35. We've never had a revelation like this <laughs> no. on the podcast. But I think it's appropriate that Sammy had a revelation <laughs> like this on our podcast. Um, I mean, should we switch gears and talk about, I mean, I could talk about Sammy's romantic situation oh, marriage this, this whole podcast but <laughs> i think for sammy's sake maybe we yeah, should move we on. can move on sammy one thing we wanted to talk to you about was your tattoos mm. which are many yes and amazing thank you very much when did you get your first tattoo um i gave myself a tattoo is that the first one Yes. Ooh, ouch. I gave myself a tattoo, and it is in my shoulder. I'm exposing myself to Dory and Kate right now. It is uh, oh. a, a cut. I used a razor to cut into oh, my God. shoulder an X, and then I rubbed uh, India ink in it. <laughs> and then one of the legs got uh, infected, so it peeled out. So all I have is a line on my arm. The plan ouch. was to, like, do it across my arm and be like, oh, oh cool. I sewed my own arm on. Oh, that's um, a good oh. bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you were straight edge. Oh, Nope. And then I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. No, not, this dr- <laughs> not your drug, Sam. Nope. <laughs> um, and then I got this uh, lightning bolt from my friend Michael Trujillo because he got a uh, tattoo gun. And mm. he was just like, does anybody want to come over and get tattoos? I was like, yeah, sure. And then I went over and got that. And then my first professional tattoo is Kate's favorite tattoo <laughs> is a Tegan and Sarah lyric. And it says the magic you bring in between all you imply. And I got that when I was 18. And we should say these are on both half of your arms. Half the quote is on uh, Sammy's right, right arm. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is on Sammy's left arm. And we had a moment where we had a guest who mm-hmm. knew Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. And then this whole, this, this revelation that you are like a, or were a mega Tegan and Sarah fan. With still two, which You have two Tegan and Sarah tattoos, right? Or do these count as two? This counts as one. Oh, that's one. But there's another one, right? Uh, or am I crazy? I'm you're not it. crazy, but <laughs> I only have one. Okay. Do you regret any tattoos or are they all... And also, how have they been part of kind of your self-care and growth as a person? Um, I don't take tattoos that seriously. Yeah. That's the self-care the part. I think the self-care part is like when you're getting it, it feels pretty cool and good. And then like the after like when you're like taking care of it and like rubbing your own skin and like looking at the healing uh process like that's fun and nice when you're like tuning in to yourself but yeah it's all just nonsense silliness like the tegan and sarah lyric i thought at the time was just like like deep like the power of the words you don't say or reading in between the lines but now i don't even <laughs> you don't even notice that i can't even read um <laughs> the lion on my arm actually is from a temporary tattoo that I got when I was with my nephews at an oh. arcade and we got like these like like very small um temporary tattoos and I I got the lion and I was just like I went to my tattoo artist who did my arms and I was just like can we make this Aww. cool and he was just like yep come on in later and then 2 weeks later I come in and he has this thing that's as big as my forearm oh my goodness 
and has a top hat, a monocle, and a bow tie. <laughs> and it's smoking <laughs> and a cigarette. cigarette. <laughs> and I was like, you put it on me. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it you. is great. So that one actually has meaning. Um, all the other ones I just thought were like cool. I mean, we should say you have you have Johnny Depp's Winona Forever tattoo, which I is do. so rad. I do. But it's for Rona Ryder. Definitely not for Johnny Depp. He's a jerk. No, no, no. no. Um, but yeah, I guess everything that I have like does have a little story, but I never I never like had a long, long time of thinking about getting it. What's I love that one. Okay. What is that guy? On my left uh upper fo- arm, bice- my bicep area, uh is a, a Banksy piece. Um, oh. and I liked it because it has the uh person in a diver's helmet holding a bird and I was like, Oh, what a cool juxtaposition. And then when the tattoo artist was uh up at the helmet uh, I asked if he could put in red, so because because so it looks like a, a Roman helmet. Yeah, because mm-hmm. otherwise it would have just been black. It looks really cool. It does Thank look you. cool. Sammy, let's talk about also your style, <laughs> your sartorial style. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you have great style. You have oh, great style. style. Thanks. Um, I'm still like right now. I'm like kind of zeroing in and what I what I like. I think a lot of uh, my style up until now has been like, oh, this is stuff. Well, I know what I don't like, and then what I get is stuff that I settled for. Mm. But it's mostly just like tight jeans and t-shirts and stuff. That's the style. <laughs> but now you, you're evolving towards a more kind of deliberate style. Yeah, I think so. And also a little dressier a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 30 now, you guys. <laughs> You're all grown up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, ideally, it would be Indiana Jones when he's in professor mode. Oh, yeah. Is, is, is oh, ideal. But okay. I haven't uh, found any wool things that feel cool. Well, it's also like warm here for yeah. too much wool. I mean, I would sweat it. I would sweat through it. Like a jacket with those elbow patches? Yeah, dude. Oh. Mm. Like a professor okay. look? I'm, I'm down. Where are you shopping these days? Um... Mostly, I've been finding a lot of good, uh, like, tops selections at Zara, mm-hmm. but their bottoms are a little weird, because, like, in the in the men's section, like, they have, like, this weird, like, front crotch, like, like distance, where it's just, like, there's a little, little zipper, and then, like, like, inches of fabric until the, like, actual, like, seam, which looks silly. So yeah. they're not great for pants, but... It's, like, hanging down. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, because I wear men's pants exclusively because uh, they just fit better. But yeah, not other not other brands like do that weirdness. It's just hmm. that design flaw. Zara, get your yeah. shit together. Yeah. Zara. I mean, Seriously. for real, get the, your shit together because they do a lot of bad things, I think. Right? Yeah, they don't treat their workers very yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> just stop going there. But they have good sweaters. <laughs> it's That is the conundrum. And also like price point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Uniqlo has really good t-shirts. Yeah, they are great. I don't know how Uniqlo treats... I don't know much about their, like, company history. Do you know? I don't. No, but they have... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Uniqlo. It's very good. You brought one product on the table. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, my grooming and shower, like, process isn't... I, I use... I have a pump-action bottle of shampoo from Aussie. Great. And then my body wash is Old Spice Bear Glove. Ooh. Oh. Bear Glove? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What is Harness 
the wilderness with a bear glove. Like a trap. Like the people making these deodorants. A bear glove? I think it's bear glove. I, mean, I bet it smells what it, good. What does it smell like? Can you describe it? Um, it's like, it's um, it's kind of Irish springing. Mm, that sounds mm. good. But it has uh, a little, like a tiny floral in there. Just okay. a tiny like bit. Like a touch. Yeah, just like a little, a little sprinkle. Hint. And then okay. a lot of bear and a, a lot whole of, lot of glove. A lot of bear glove in there. <laughs> but we uh, should say, like, do you... Do you like you have short hair? Mm-hmm. Do you wash your hair daily? I do now because I started going to the gym in a journey to to be a jock, Sammy. to get jocked. You did describe yourself <laughs> jokingly as a jock. Yeah. And you said, what are you doing at in. the gym? Yeah. Um, it's cardio every day, and then right now I'm focusing on uh, upper body stuff and like slowly incorporating lower body because I do have a torn, partially torn meniscus and ACL. Ooh, from what? I was at a concert uh, and I was jumping up in the air and somebody like <sighs> kicked the side of my left knee ah. and my my knee didn't oh. straighten before ah. I landed. Ah. Uh, and so like, yeah, vicious popping in there. Ooh. And then that was bad. And then I think about like two years ago, I was flipping over in bed and re-tore it. Oh, God. Or Ow. tore something else. Ouch. Yeah. Okay, so wait, backing, backtracking. Here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I, going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. That's intense. How long have you been doing that for? Like uh, the beginning of the, no. Um, for like, I think it's been like 10 days. So is that, is that something, you turned 30 recently. Uh-huh. Did you have kind of like, a, not like an aging revelation, but just did that like refocus your goals on how you want to treat yourself and your body? Um, I've been thinking about like, getting a gym membership recently but honestly it was like a black friday sign up deal where it was like a dollar to sign up and i was like okay that now it's time but yeah i think yeah i can't get away with how i eat and stuff uh so it's just like yeah i should probably just start eating better and going to the gym getting more sleep nope (laughs) we'll get you there yeah if you follow sammy on instagram (laughs) sammy it's a lot of late night uh I mean, it's discussions. <laughs> you also love beer pong. I do. I haven't played beer pong since I turned 30, though. I feel weird. Oh, yeah. Are you like leaving your 20s behind, do you think? No, I just beer has made me feel it's like this weird thing where it has made my like blood feel blurry or like kind of like fuzzy yeah, because it's alcohol. Sure. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like your blood feel fuzzy? Yeah. I mean, that's just like how I'm describing it. But like, it just like feels like sludgy. In yeah. There. Like I feel really sludgy after I drink beer. Um, still drinking, but. <laughs> that seems like somewhat sensible. Yeah. Um, can we just circle back to this hair product? Oh, yes. Have? Okay. So wait, we're, you were just talking, you're in the shower. You uh-huh. have a pump of soap, of pump the Aussie shampoo. Shampoo. Uh-huh. And then. Do you do any sort of like face wash, face moisturizer? Because your skin is the skin of an angel. Oh, thank you very much. My face wash is the St. Ives apricot scrub. Mm. And then my lotion is Jergens Classic Scent. Great. And that's an all over face, face, hands, feet. Head to toe. Mm hmm. Just slather it up. Sometimes coconut oil when I'm feeling saucy. <laughs> and then <laughs> the only thing I really do is. Uh, like mess around with a uh, product in my hair because you have a you have cool hair. Thank you, but yeah, that's you do. it's not annoying to me that your hair might be naturally cool. Like, does your hair just 
do a style on its own or does the product help oh, a lot? No, when I don't do anything to my hair, it's a bowl cut. So I have, to, <laughs> I have to really spruce it up a little bit. How often do you get your hair cut? Um, I don't get it as often as I should because it's so short, but I go like probably once every three months, but I should go like every like seven weeks or something. Especially because like a short cut. Yeah. Like the neater, more like tight and trimmed it is. The better. The kind of, I mean, I mean no pressure. I mean, this is not oh, me no, no, critiquing. No I'm just curious. Yeah. Okay, oh, wait. yeah. So the hair product I have I'm is a, smell it. is, is okay? one of two, of course. So that's good. a tea tree shaping cream. And that is the stronger hold of the two uh, items I use. Oh, it's the, John Paul Mitchell. Yeah. He's a tea tree guy. So is this like a fancy thing? That, is this like a... It's like 20 bucks for Ooh. a puck. It does look like a puck. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is a Floyd's brand Layrite. And that's like real. It feels like a little dense uh, mousse. Is Floyd's like the chain of barbershops in LA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I go. Where I, go. Um, I used to get haircuts at Floyd's specifically but not but not one hairstylist or barber but i recently found this guy year at the hollywood uh floyd's and the second that i went in like we just he just knew how to take care of my hair and like was like i could tell that he like put in a lot of care and and it was very detailed and like i have that's the best feeling it feels so good because like generally before i like went a year i would get a haircut and it would be fine but i would just be like okay like i guess i'll just wait for the grow out for it to be (laughs) right but once i walk out from yours chair i'm just like oh yeah this is it i'm ready to go anywhere it looks dope thanks sammy i have a kind of meta question for you yeah how have your thoughts about self-care changed since you started producing this podcast yeah. have they changed yeah, have they changed i think about uh like face stuff a lot more mm. that could be for like, better or for worse <laughs> like have we planted a seed that doesn't need to be there oh no like i just i feel like i probably should start like doing at least face stuff face stuff face specific stuff um but yeah it's it's all you guys once i come in here with a glowing face you'll know your face is glowing that's what i'm trying to say oh thanks you have the skin of a teen (laughs) thank you i mean you are technically a teen 30 is teen (laughs) 30 teen (laughs) 30 teen that's how old you are yeah uh that's interesting okay yeah here's to a whole other year together yeah get ready very excited well, geez, Louise, <laughs> we covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> we didn't even talk about how much you love our dogs and uh, oh. every dog in the your Instagram. I will say Sammy is a wonderful follow from <laughs> like lots of different content, but the dog content in, in particular. Thank you. Like your parents or is it your sister who has the giant Great Dane? My sister has a <laughs> Great Dane. He is Harley Young Junio the Great on Instagram. Giant. He's like six four on his hind legs i mean it's terrifying this dog is huge massive and such a love Aww. my sister did a really good job but you're always with a cute dog yeah well i'm like convinced i'm like 60 percent dogs so but so. isn't there something self-carry about dogs too for you oh like, absolutely you like have a true connection with animals that i feel like not everybody yeah has that vibe oh yeah because i'm pretty sure i have like a dumb animal brain closer to that <laughs> than i'm like a person brain <laughs> <laughs> that's like where like the like poor impulse control comes from just like you have a feeling go do the thing 
I don't know. I, I, actually, I think not having impulse control, though, is, it can be such a great quality. Like you're not censoring your feelings. You know no. what I mean? You're not blocking them off. And yeah. like sometimes it may lead to chaos. It definitely helps you live in the moment. <laughs> For sure. And do things that a lot of people would stop themselves yeah. from doing. Like me over here. You need worse impulse control, Kate. Yeah, you got to let it loose, dude. Okay. Well, it's going to come out soon. So Can't wait. Get ready. <laughs> you guys get married to Las Vegas. <laughs> Dory and I. I did get married to Las Vegas. I, right, 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 right. I think it would, we cannot technically get married because we are yeah, already have, both already like, married. Yeah. Ah, shucks. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow Sammy, Sammy, where can people find you? I think my most followable platform is Instagram. So it is it underscore your y-o-u-r underscore sam s-a-m and do you know when historical roast is going to be airing uh they're saying like spring summer okay. 2019 so look out for that on netflix and um if we haven't said it enough you are the best oh, it's yeah. fantastic on, to thank work you. with you we love you we just you adore you and thank you for everything yeah, that you've done you with guys. our show oh god thank you for sitting down and doing this interview yeah, this, this was really fun really great <laughs> Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Should we just have Sammy on every week? <laughs> what What other secrets does Sammy have to reveal? I, 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 I'm honestly speechless. <laughs> I am truly speechless. 
Oh, we love Sammy oh, so much. Sammy. <laughs> I feel like Sammy was already a listener favorite, and now they're just going I mean, even higher up on that Sammy's list. Sammy's going to have their own fan club. As they should. I know. Sammy is, is the best, and this podcast would not get made every week without them. So, Sammy. Don't I know it. You know we love you. Um, Dory, how did oh. going through your to-do list go? Eh. Eh. Okay. It's but you know what it's going. Okay. I will say transferring all my to-dos just to Wonderlist, which is an app on mm. my phone and computer and giving up the notebooks has helped a lot. When I'm done, I just click a little thing and it goes like ding and there and it's just all there. Everything is there. Grocery list, holiday to-dos. So, I'm kind of putting my head down and still just kind of plucking away. That's great. Yeah. Okay. How is planning your staycation going it's per going, our, old, our previous convo? Um, it's going pretty well. It turned out that Matt thought the Christmas purge just happened on Christmas Day. Oh. And I was like, like a whole week? And I was like, I think we're going to need more time than just one day. Yeah. And he was like, oh. So... <laughs> So, uh, the Christmas purge has been extended. Um, and then on Christmas, we're going to make the cinnamon rolls. Great. Um, we're going to make a dessert to bring to your house. Dory has been invited (laughs) by my dad. (laughs) Much to Kate's (laughs) chagrin. I see Dory a lot. I'm thrilled that you're coming over. My dad very eagerly was like, Dory and Matt should come over. For Christmas. <laughs> Having never met you or Matt, uh, I mean, he's going to love you. So during Matt are very kindly coming to celebrate the holidays with my family. We're very excited. Um, and then I think we're going to watch Mary Poppins because oh, we got the screener for it. Let's watch that this weekend. So <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. So I think that'll be nice. What are you intending on this week as we head into the new year? Um, well, I'm going to try to practice JOMO on New Year's Eve. Is JOMO the new FOMO? Yeah. The joy of missing out. Mm. Mm. tell me what you were excited to miss out on you know i'm just not gonna stress about like doing something on new year's not that i ever am really like a big new year's person but i feel like it's one of those things where every year i'm like oh i should do something um the last couple years i've been in palm springs so so that has been kind of like i haven't had that but i'm gonna be here this year oh, I thought, oh you didn't realize you're gonna be in LA yeah okay. I'm gonna be in LA and so I just I don't want to be like oh is there a party I wasn't invited to or well because also Instagram makes it yes makes the FOMO so painful you look on Instagram and you're like oh I was nobody wants me around yeah, totally. and that's not at all true it's just the feeling that social totally. media gives us thank you so much social media um so I'm gonna do some Jomo and then I'm going to do something. I want to do something calming on New Year's Day. Um, in Palm Springs, we usually make vision boards. So maybe Matt and I will make vision boards. Fun. I love to wake up and go for a hike on January 1st. Mm. I really love that. We've done that for a few years. It's great not waking up with a hangover. Totally. Um, I am going to try to roll into 2019 with no resolutions mm-hmm. um, and not getting like just not getting swept up in the feeling of like, I'm supposed to yeah. have this big plan yes. for the year yes. for myself yes. and just try to experience unconditional love for myself and others. Mm. I don't know why I tacked that on there at the end, but I do mean that like all I want to do is try to approach people from a place of 
love. Most people. That is so nice. Not everybody. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen. It was great spending 2018 with you. It was. Yeah. Again, who knew? And you two listeners. Yeah. We're so glad you're along for this ride. Thank you. Um, you please call us. We we need desperately to hear from you. Yes, we love hearing f- your voices. Validates us and fulfills us. <laughs> Our number is 781-591-0390 and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. And if you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend and or mention us on the social media outlet of your choice. And we are hosted and produced by Dora Shaffer and Kate Spencer, produced and edited by Sammy Junio with assistance from Lane Hammer. Thanks, bye. See you in the new year. Woohoo.